guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Writing Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we're going to watch episode eight of Zero One today. Yep. It's called The Destruction Begins Now. Pretty, pretty final sounding. But uh, it aired October 20th, 2019. It was written by Yuya Takahashi and directed by Kyohei Yamaguchi. And do you remember what was in the last episode? Yeah, we had the Humagear teacher and they... Let Gene escape for like no good reason. We that's just a shonen thing. <laughs> it's just you know it is what it is. But uh, things are starting to heat up. They revealed what makes a person into a uh, like a what what turns a human gear. Their choices on human gear. Right. The the fact that they, they are human- start to have their own individuality stuff like that. And then they steal it away. All right. It's like, okay, well, now you're one of us, yeah. but, but, but a drone. Oh, you're becoming an original person? No. It's too bad. <laughs> um, and, you know, we still have all the back, the, the thing of what's happening with with, with Valkyrie mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Horobi and Jin, all sorts of things going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's like every episode, there's so much content. Yeah. It's still in the setup. Yeah. And it's just, I wonder if the pacing will ever slow down or if it's going to be the same sort of like you got to pay attention you got to pay attention every second because well i mean not literally every second there's gonna there's some scenes that you're like okay i get where this is going and yet still every episode is like a st- is like a standalone story happening too right yeah because <laughs> it's still got that sort of episodic feel but um it's still you know obviously much part of the much bigger story that's it's got a larger narrative but it's still got a it, it works the episodic stories into the the narrative mm-hmm yeah, so I like it. I mean, I don't think it's my favorite series, but it's also hard for me because I've like seen the entirety of other series. Right. If I I'd only watched the first eight episodes of every series, I might say that this isn't my favorite. Yeah. But um, I def you know if I had to just take what I've seen so far, this is probably the um the best of the ones we're watching right now. Not like overall. I'm saying mm. if I just. Forget about everything we I've I've seen like because I've to seen this the, point because I've seen the rest of Coogan I've seen the rest of Double if I if I like cut those out of my brain I would say this is the one that would be the most engaging uh huh yeah um which I think adds to the fact that when these shows were airing it wasn't like oh I have all these other shows to watch at the same time <laughs> it was like okay well I got this one show to watch I got I got Common Rider to watch yeah exactly but I mean I like it. I mean, I guess the good thing about it is, uh, and this is for all of them, is that even though I'm watching four different Kamen Rider series essentially at once, I don't really feel like uh, one's taking away from another. Uh, they're like all its own show, yeah, but they're all also Kamen Rider. Right, they're all Kamen Rider. It's just a, I mean, obviously we, we are comparing them in certain aspects, like with okay. the Rider ranking and, um, you know, things does, it does carry over. You're like, well, we just watched something like that and now we're watching this, but. But as far as my enjoyment of each series goes, it's all kind of its own thing, you know. Like uh, everything, I have my own reasons for liking uh, the original series and Kuga and Double and this. Yeah. Uh, and dislikes across, you know, everyone <laughs> has their own thing too. Yeah. So it is kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, certainly within the seven episodes we watched of each series, and this being the eighth, uh, which we're about to watch, it's definitely got the most going on in the shortest time, but not. I'm not really feeling overwhelmed or anything, you know. But I also feel like if I feel like I accept it more knowing that it's an arc. Mm, yeah, like, true. Because I, I mean, I feel like yeah, if it, if 
if I didn't know it was going somewhere, it would kind of, I probably would feel a little frantic. But I didn't know that I'm almost halfway to it getting somewhere. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, I mean, we did kind of know, uh, obviously not like spoilers or anything, uh, but we, we did know that it was arcs. So yeah. that, that kind of changed our opinion, I imagine. I probably would be complaining about frantic pacing if I didn't know that it was all part of a setup arc leading to... Yeah, if you, if you thought that this was going to be 45 episodes. Yeah, of the same story going forward. Yeah, that would have been a, probably... Because I, I think I did mention at least once or twice that if the whole story is just going to be them going to a new Humagear for no reason and doing some stuff, it's like it's kind of like some sort of weird... Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, a clear example, but then it's like, what do you compare to Tom and, Kamen Rider except for other tokusatsu yeah. with mass heroes, right? Yeah, I mean, I... I've seen a lot of different things, but, you know, they're all different. That's, mm-hmm. what's, that's what's nice, is that they're different. Like like I said, because we're doing this rotation, we can, we're can we able to handle uh, Heaven's Tornadoes because we have <laughs> other stories going on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we are going to go watch The Destruction Begins Now. Okay, and we're back. So, few things happen. Yeah, yeah, just a few. <laughs> just a few. Just nah, a I, I, I don't know how you felt about the episode, but uh, it didn't disappoint, as far as I'm concerned. It definitely does feel like a building episode. Like that could all be undone by the next part because it's like a cliffhanger. Right. Yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of disappointing, but uh, everybody's just back to the same old. Yeah. It's like okay, and we're back. You know. <laughs> so, um, the episode starts out in a hospital. Yeah, National Cyber Hospital, which honestly I was like, okay, is this where human gears go to get repaired? Come to find out, no, just regular hospital. Yeah, um, everything sounds cooler when you throw cyber in there, right? Uh, so this is Arato. He is getting his uh, physical. He's getting his physical, yeah. which this almost certainly disproves everybody's theory of him maybe being a human gear. Oh yeah, that kind of uh, <laughs> definitely. Um, so uh. Unless, unless human gears have lungs, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. I, don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, because they blow up into chunks. Exactly. Um, that, that totally would change how I view that scene from now on. It's like, oh my god, can you imagine having to clean up? No, they're they're robots. They're full on robots. So there's a nurse there. Yeah. I forgot her name. I, I she she's not relevant, but. I mean, she she, <laughs> she kind of is, but it starts with. She's an a M. named she's a named character. Yeah, Ms. Ms. Mizuno or Ms. Mizu- something like that. Yeah, nurse, nurse model. Yeah, <laughs> she is. I don't uh, know why they specified that. Well, no, she's the nurse model, like the the mo- the model of nurse. Like there's a uh-huh. a manga yeah. model, and you know that's because remember you can buy them for right, different, right, different right. things, but um. Uh, it's a case of like this girl is supposed to be. You're told that this girl is incredibly pretty, and I'm like, she's not ugly, but she's not like incredibly beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was kind of forced. Uh, I think actually it was more along the lines of she's supposed to be sweet. Yeah, like sweet because mm-hmm. she's designed. She's a nurse, and she's a, you're supposed to be very comfort comforted. Or this is what I don't get. Was was when we're watching this whole thing. I want you to think about this. What is the point of having? Doctors and nurses. Uh huh. If everyone, yeah, you know, I was wondering <laughs> that too, um, because it's like you can download literally the entire database for medicine, and, and I would and, understand. And later having... we see that there is doctor human gear and nurses human gear, and like 
the whole point of nurses is to do my uh, minor things mm-hmm. because it's uh, and then doctors are supposed to do like the diagnostics and like the major mm-hmm. procedures and the nurses can do the minor procedures. Right. Um, I mean, okay. That's, that's the point. Of that's them. not to say that what nurses do aren't isn't important. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very, very important. It's very important. But um, uh, yeah, but, but if, like if, if if you could just make a doctor, there's no point to having nurses. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's one of those things that if and not just a doctor, but a super doctor, it doesn't need sleep, doesn't need rest. It could immediately diagnose you. There's no thought to it. It's just like, oh no, this has got to be what it is. Here's yeah. the treatment, and then immediately go about doing, it. and at super speed. So yeah, we find out like, later that they have to be, uh, like, they have things that they are allowed to do. Right. They have certain areas that they're allowed to do. But still, you could be like, this is this is the general practicing doc- doctor robot. Yeah. Human gear, you don't need a nurse one. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> one of those. Uh, I mean, this is Japan, so it is possible that they would have them just because <laughs> they've always had them. Yeah. It's like, no, we need the nurse. It's like, but why? Well, if we don't have a nurse, then how are, will we cosplay nurses in the future? <laughs> no, see, like, it was a big deal last year that uh, women wanted to be allowed to wear their glasses while working. Oh, my God. Because. <laughs> what the heck is that? Like, why aren't you allowed to wear glasses? I don't know. I mean, the year before, they, they fought and they were fighting to be able to not have to wear high heels. <laughs> well, see, that's something that I think we also just recently, uh, like, this, the business attire is slowly getting a little bit better for women here, too. Because, I mean, it's not like a forced thing, but it's definitely one of those, uh, look, oh, you're not wearing heels? Uh, yeah, it was know, just, yeah, but it was just funny that, like, that they were fighting to we get to wear glasses. But, yeah, I could see that maybe it's just like, well, we've always had nurses. Yeah, might as well and, have them. And if they, I could also see that it is, they have nurses to ease people yeah you know that that could be the thing is that nurses are they they specifically design the nurses to be more uh getting them comfortable with what will happen yeah because the doctors just go about doing it because what we see is like the nurse does all the procedure yeah does, does that's all, what we saw uh, uh Arthur never sees a doctor human gear he only sees this one yeah well he yeah as far as getting um he's getting his physical though. yeah because i mean we see one she like Izu's talking and explaining the whole thing, and she points at one like Doctor whatever the heck, yeah. but we don't know who that is or what's going on. But, but anyway, so uh, uh, during one of the procedures, it was a big part of the episode. Artus he asks Izu, so nobody's gonna be able to access this information, and uh, she points out, no medical human gear are different. Mm-hmm. They don't log into the general net. Yeah, they're like in a, a, a sealed off only hospital network. Right, so it's more safe, more secure. It's more secure. It's like they don't they don't have outside internet or something. Yeah, and I will point out that Arto is like, wait, they're all like, how many? He he remarks about how many human gear are here. Well, that's after that he comes out. Right, but there's the the other scene is there's a a scene in the corridor and you see that the assassin is little assassin is back. He got blown up. Correct. Little assassin. Yeah, because the uh, freezing dispatch strike. Yeah. So he he pops out of the hallway. At first, I was thinking it was a different assassin. I was like yeah. a similar, uh, like there's just plenty of them. They're pumping them out. Yeah, but no, it's the same actor. Same exact one. Same exact uh, everything. Yeah, same exact uh, uh, mannerisms. mannerisms. Mm-hmm. He goes hacking nurse, and he runs over and he like shoots the little because uh, he's he's. Uh, He's already like a quote unquote awakened human gear. Right. So he can create the generics foot soldiers. Right. Exactly. And so he tries to do that to a nurse 
and it like pokes a hole in the nurse's neck. The nurse like kind of like twitches a little bit. Yeah, he does this cool thing where okay, so she he hits her in the neck and she turns right to see what it like if you were to tap on somebody's shoulder, <laughs> but then he like dips real low to to the side. And then as she goes to straighten back up, because it's like, oh, I guess nothing was there. So she looks back and he's behind her all and of a sudden. And then she like twitches her head a little bit, yeah. straightens up and then keeps going. And exactly. he's just like, what the? like, hmm, didn't work. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, because I wonder like how, how they deal with things that are outside of their uh, uh, programming, like things like that. Like, you know, you got hit in the neck. Yeah, but they're like, I, uh, oh, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> just going. moving on. Uh, then... He goes to Arata's in the ho- the lobby. Mm-hmm. He goes to the lobby and he points out that there is there's a lot of human gear and pretty much I think there's only one or two. There's it's like a lobby with there's like it's like yeah. 15, there's like fifteen like doctors and nurses there and like right four I mean, or five uh, uh, overstaffed for any hospital I've seen. Yeah. I mean although I've never been into like a huge metro hospital or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but, but I think there's only like one or two. Uh, employees who aren't humigear. Right. I mean, there's so many. There's so many humigear employees that, uh, in between the patients, I couldn't really even notice. There was like two humigears for each patient. Right. Two or three humigears for each patient. Exactly. Plus, like, administer humigears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and then he points out that there is a, a lot of humigear, and she says, "Well, I mean, they're really good at that's that's what they're really yeah, good that's at. what they're designed for. Because I mean, if you really think about it, as far as robotics is concerned." What do we even want them for? And the big reasons are like production, uh, medicine, warfare. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, somebody that cuts your hair is kind of one of those things that's like after we've already got a perfectly functioning I, I, AI. Seriously, like especially for like an American, you'd more likely be like, no, I want like I want a person to cut my hair yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I trust a person to cut my hair. Like, yeah, no, something that fiddly. Take care of my most prized possessions that's robots yeah <laughs> go for it you can <laughs> take care of my health care that's a robot <laughs> but cut my hair yeah totally different story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well there's so much uh variation amongst human skulls i mean if you everyone's head's a little different yeah i mean it, it could be just only slightly different but i mean but we've already shown in this show that you can have robots create manga it's not the best no but a lot of pe- but it'll like, work Aruto, who was a fan, didn't even know that the manga was completely created. Right. He, he was he, like, he was just, he just thought that it's kind, of, it's kind of dipped, but what, yeah. what doesn't? Yeah. You know, it's long running. Of course, it's going to take a dip eventually. Um, so uh, then, that, but Aruto is like stoked about this because he, whenever he sees Human Gear doing good mm-hmm. things, he's, he enjoys it. Yeah. He's he kind of like smiles his, and stuff, and then it goes to the. Opening. Yeah. He's like future. Yeah. This is basically future is here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, probably also like his company. Provides all the- <laughs> yeah <it's> like, right. <laughs> Which speaking of that, uh, during the uh, opening, and I know I've probably seen this every single time. I just never actually took a thought about it. There's the scene in front of, um, like it's showing the Heating Corporation building, and it goes from grandfather father to him standing there in the same exact spot. I thought that was interesting. I don't know why I never made yeah. that connection. But it has the human gear version of his father, right? Who we're pretty sure that it's his real dad died, and then he was finished being raised by a human gear right, version of right. his dad, um, which we found out in a previous episode is illegal. Um, yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless uh, they did point out that it was legal if permission was given. Right. So it's possible uh, that his dad was dying of like a disease, and in the will or something like and, that, and allowed yeah. a human gear version of him to be made to help raise his son. Yeah, it's totally possible. That or 
somebody had legal authority over his rights and then get, well no because it had to be that person specifically yeah right? because remember his, even the dad couldn't right have the daughter do it anyways so um so when it comes back from there it gets to uh what is that called something city the the underwater daybreak town daybreak town thank you the ruins of daybreak town and it's it's uh jeans checking his gun, gun which has metsubo net engraved on the side yeah, of it it's, it's a pimped out pistol i guess <laughs> yeah. you know, put a lot and of care to it because it's uh jeans like hey hold on how many humans are there and hold on is like 7.7 billion and he's like uh, what it's gonna take so long <laughs> it's gonna be so much work to extinguish Whole all of lot them of work. <laughs> and then that's when uh assassin oh, Version two, I don't know. Yeah, comes in, and this is when we get okay. Yeah, it's the same one, and this is the first time Jin's seen him since he's back. Yes, he's really excited, and they have, I guess, a kind of a friendship. Yeah, it seems like I don't know if it's more just. He's like, "You're still alive," and then assassin holds up his hand for a high five. Jin like starts slapping his hand, and the assassin's like, "Oh, that's that's too hard, too much." (laughs) And uh, Horobi says, "It's Dada. As long as we have a back it up, we can bring them back." Which is, I think, it was brought up with the I want to say episode two or three. Yeah, but um. That's also was, uh, but uh, Arbuta brought up that that's still not the same. No, no, because I mean, also it's like you can't. You, they're not updating like per second, right? Yeah. So, um, not yet, anyway. Not yet. Yes. Um, <laughs> and this is where they point out that they have a new. Tar- uh, no, uh, the assassin robot says, "Yeah, um, he I can't he hack snuck the people. in, but he couldn't. He could not. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Hirobi's like, did you make any new friends?" Uh, which is referring to, I guess their goal was to go in and, uh, you know, start. Yeah, because when Horobi said that there's 7.7 billion people and there's, it's getting harder because medical technology is keeping people alive longer. Right. And there's going to be more and more as time goes on because uh, advancements, which I feel like is not really accurate. I thought I was thinking that uh, population would go down because, uh, you know, at a certain point, people recognize, wow, all of our needs are met. And we're going to start overpopulating this place, right? Well, no, th- I think the general idea is like uh, emergency care, mm. not just an extended care of like lifespan. But right, people are less likely to die from accidents if they have quicker responses from the. True, that's true. If the best doctor is always there, but I mean, also that means there's less opportunity for uh, people to meet people and thus mess things up. Tinder still exists. <laughs> well, no, you I could, meant you, mostly you, like, okay, so you, you don't have a reason to drive to work because you don't actually have a job, and so you don't get in that wreck <laughs> no, that you, you would just, have. You just, you just have your uh, human gear personal assistant scroll through Tinder for you. Right. <laughs> um, While driving. Yeah. <laughs> Swiping right is so much work. Can I have a human gear do this? <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. This is, and this is where they say, okay, well, we have to switch our goals. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a new target, yeah, which is y- Yua. Yep. Yua is going to be the new assassination target. Um, and then it goes to Yua. Yep. Yua, who's at a Ames facility, and she's talking on the phone to Mr. Shadow Guy. Yeah, that dude up there with the chessboard. Who we get some more information n- now in this thing. Yeah. That uh, they're talking about Geiger. Yeah. Well, at first she says something about, did you get the footage that I sent you? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's referring to... Um, the downloaded first-person view of uh, Dodo or the assassin from oh, the, the Dodo assassin that she got yeah, yeah. that eventually blew up. Um, and he's saying, yeah, and he was talking about the Geiger, mm-hmm. and they're basically saying that these things will work out good. And so it shows this like pamphlet of papers, and it shows that it's for the uh, Zia. I think it is Z A I A. Mm, I I missed that part as far as the the. 
the name. Yeah, that's the company. Okay. It's 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 Z A I A. Okay. Zaya. Yeah, how to, we'll find out how they pronounce uh, it. Enterprises, which is one of the other companies that was oh, involved yeah, the, in the uh, picture, or the symbols that uh, we saw. Daybreak Town. Yeah. So this guy, he's probably—I mean, based on the office, he's probably the um, main guy. So uh, this means this might mean that uh, you was actually a plant at Ames for mm. this thing. Oh, or, that could be, or the other way around. Or the other way around. Wow. So double, she's act- double agent, but. It fits uh, her sta- or her uh, uh, demeanor, right? Yeah, like I could see it. Uh, it also fits her mentality of uh, human gears as being tools. True, because uh, Heat End Corporation sees human gears, and pretty much everybody who works for them sees them differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but also the Zia or um, the Zia Enterprises is the one who's providing um, the Geiger, right? Which are giant, which are like not giant robots. They're big robots. They're well, I mean, they're about as tall as they're like three eight, or... nine stories. Because I mean, if you look at the hospital later on, that's I think that's only if I remember, I think that's that building is only two stories, two or three stories. Was it? It looked like it, a lot of windows, but then it was also well. We'll get to that part. It's uh, well, they showed that building previously. It's like their server building. Yeah. So anyway, well, either way, it's still a good. It's, it's several a good stories size. tall. I would call it a, a robot, a giant robot. Um, it's, a, it's a large <laughs> robot. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's as big not as like, like a, a Gundam or something. Yeah, I would say it's not really uh, as big as some of the like Power Rangers shows get. Yeah, they're not. It's not like a Zord size or Megazord size, and it's not like a Gundam size. It's like a little bit smaller than that. Mm. Um, but they're still big, big robots. Yeah, easily somebody could like drive them, but they're not. They're uh, basically just they're like automated. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing is, is that this is also shown that. Um, the Zelo Enterprises Corporation is actually on like boxes all over the place mm. where they're putting together the gear. Yeah. So this also uh, points into like you were talking about like the the point of autonomous like robots. We have not seen any uh, Eden combat droids. Right. We've only seen security guards. The closest thing. Exactly. And then even then it was just like I don't think they even had a baton, did they? So I'm getting the feeling that. Zden Corporation is like Enterprises is like trying to pick up the slack by creating the military aspect of it. Yeah, that could it be. seems like Heden would be the company that doesn't make weapons. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> the, the the more personal like uh, we're we're focusing on these areas. We don't we need to go this this direction because especially with something like uh, military tech, it seems like once you start that way, that's going to be your thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, at this point, I had a little, I don't know if it was internal or external, but uh, uh, I'm just like, I don't want to see giant mechs in, in Common Rider. I mean, that was one of the things I think, I don't know if we've spoken about it in the earlier episode or not. It's one of the things that separates it from uh, Super Sentai. Right. And, and, uh, and, like, they do have giant robots in many shows. Sure. I mean, sure. in many, many Common Rider shows. Yeah, yeah. But it's usually, uh, and... Like, but they're not really the main focus. That's that's kind of what I was saying. Is I don't want it to be a main focus. I mean, it's it's so they can have toys of them. Right. But um, in uh, in like Zio, which is the show right before this one, mm-hmm. they had giant robots that were like in the first episode, and they can turn they turned into their time travel machines. Mm-hmm. So they like got in them and fought, and there was actually fights in the giant robots, giant robots fighting giant robots, and they happened like. Every five or six episodes. See, yeah, I was about to say, as long as it's well spaced out, like it, I, I don't want to see a bike episode, or I like I don't want to see every single episode somebody 
yeah, doing w- a bike fight or... It, I mean, it wasn't like the Zords in, in Super Sentai where there has to be a Zord fight every episode. Right. Um, yeah, it gets a little excessive like that. But, so that it de- but they do happen. And it's kind of... It just, it's actually happening more often in the show, mm-hmm. but it's still not the main focus. Okay. Um, and I can see why. It's like another... It's another way to sell toys. Yeah, it's another... It's like way. now here's a whole other wave of things that we can add to yeah. the toy collection, but... So, uh, then it goes back to... Uh, but no, they explain what the Geiger are for. Yeah. So the, the, it seems like the intended purpose is that they can create a closed frequency with any human gear that changes to the, uh, what they say is basically that they can, they can basically hack into whatever human gear network is nearby Mm -hmm. and then they can shut them down. Right. So in the case of, uh, the rogue human gears, they can just, okay, go to sleep. Again. And even does this like hand wave motion as if they're yeah uh, it doesn't need to but yeah you know. <laughs> that's what I was thinking it's for it, our yeah. visual just purposes. like how they always show them like electrical shock in the <laughs> head and I'm like does they could just drop yeah they would everything would just fall over in yeah. reality <laughs> but then uh, then we would be wondering what the heck just happened it's kind of like how in uh the old 90s even in the old 90s comics books but you know, a lot of people remember it from the 90s X Men cartoon. Mm. Whenever Jean Grey would move something, it would be covered in energy and moved. Oh yeah, but in in like the movie showed it, they just moved. Yeah, and <laughs> honestly, <laughs> whether or not there's energy moving something, if the book across the room levitates to me, yeah. I'm assuming somebody did that. <laughs> yeah, or else there's a poltergeist. Um, so then, uh, basically, they're supposed to be the wep- the the big uh, deterrent, not deterrent, but the big weapon against like large groups. Right. Basically, it's like, we'll handle them with their one-on-one, but if there's a big giant group of them, these guys will we'll come in and just yeah. shut them down. Uh, then it goes back to the hospital, and Arctus is like, he's dressed, and he's leaving. And yeah, Izu looks like ha- he's out the door. Izu has his, like, a, a, a folio, which is, like, his results. Okay, yeah. And she's saying, you're healthy, you're good to go. And then Arctus does a, uh, a bad pun uh, yeah, about this hospital being exactly what the doctor ordered. Right. Uh, and yeah. that's how you know it's Arata. And, and then it- Izu, being awesome... Looks around, it's like searching for laughter, and like this is like, yeah, super fast like, <laughs> scanning thing. None found. None. <laughs> and then like, he's just like, he didn't have to point it out. And then you hear a laughter. Yeah. And you turn, and it's Fua. And he tries to pretend it was coughing. coughing. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and Fua is in a, a hospital gown. Right. I will comment that even if it was a funny joke, just how loud and sudden oh, was, it was. was annoying and loud. But. It's and especially when you're in a hospital, it's like nobody's happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. So, um <laughs> at least I hope not. <laughs> and so it's uh Fu was there and he basically I like it cuz uh I was just like what are you doing here and he's just like I got to stay healthy to Right. And, and Arutus yeah, is Ames like, agents got to stay healthy. And Arutus is like, I thought you were a person who just like spit and put vinegar in your wound and be good to go. <laughs> and then he, I don't know, it seemed like the conversation swapped so soon because it was like his response to that was that. He says that, he, he says that there's, uh, uh, he doesn't like the hospital, basically. He doesn't right. like this hospital. It's not, I think he says something along the lines of it's not clean. Yeah, I think there's too, there's too many dirty human gear in the hospital. Right, that's what it was. And he's and Izu's just like, well, they're the best at it, and and he says it's not about what they do; it's about how, how they it makes fe- you feel. Yeah, I'm talking and, about and, how I feel. And like we were pointing out, that like that actually is something to do with being in a hospital. I mean, right. if you don't feel secure, you're going to be tense all the time, and you'll never get better. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're worried 
constantly that something might flip out and kill you you're gonna be yeah you're gonna be sleeping less (laughs) i mean in his mindset imagine if you're like going to a hospital and you're like well everybody in this hospital is really good oh and by the way they're all contract killers yeah yeah or Um, (laughs) they 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 probably won't kill you because most likely nobody's gonna pay them but but if, if somebody, somebody does, does you're dead if, yeah. any, if anybody flips a switch and says oh here we're gonna pay you to kill this guy anybody would do it and that's, and just like, it. that's in his mind it's <laughs> even worse than that because it's not that they're paying you to specifically kill somebody they're paying you to kill literally everyone that you can yeah. so it's like <laughs> here take this and kill indiscriminately and uh arch is like this is it's silly and it was just basically like have you been seeing the same things I have? You were standing right next to me when, when seemingly good human gear went on a killing spree. Right. <laughs> um, and so that kind of points out the thing. And so then it cuts to uh, back to Yua, mm-hmm. who's uh, they're still doing. They're working pretty much. I think they're just putting together. Yeah, I think uh, uh, oh, she, it, she, she, all she, the important stuff of this scene. I think that we may have covered already. Uh, because it's basically the same scene. As far as she's concerned, she's never left that room. Yeah, they st- they're like starting up the process. They're like right. running te- diagnostics. Yeah. And then um, there's like an explosion noise outside. And she runs outside. And it's uh, Hortobi Jin and the assassin. And they're like smacking down the... Yeah, the, the, the pitiful, the absolutely pitiful security. I mean, okay, they're all, they're all decked out with their SWAT-looking gear and their automatic assault rifles that they apparently decide to go melee with yeah. as is tradition. Yeah. But there's only like three or four See, of them. This is a Japanese show, which means sword is stronger than God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fact. And so they got all smacked down and uh, then uh, uh, Dodo transforms. Yeah. Cause he says, uh, I think he says that you, uh, whatever her last name is assassinate as yeah. he's transformed. Yeah. And he does his cool, like, dodo form. Yeah. He kind of bends over and flaps his wings. Yeah, he says dodo and he does his thing and then says dodo when he's finished. And uh, I guess he's got some upgrades. Well, yeah, because he's got, like, I think he looks the same. Yeah, very similar. That's why I'm trying to wonder, because at some point somebody comments that they're stronger than they were if they've well, been upgraded. Because li- uh, uh, Yua transforms. Mm-hmm. To Lightning Hornet. To Lightning Hornet and is fighting dodo. And then Horobi and Jin go into the facility. Yeah. And, uh... So they, they kind of split up, it looks like. They do split up. Hordobi goes to, like, the weapons facility. Yeah, the tech area. He's looking at all the Which hardware. Which shows that they have a bunch of the attache guns, mm-hmm. the attache shotguns. They have, actually, there's, like, a bunch of the, the, the uh, uh, gun belts things, too. So I'm thinking yeah. that the only thing that's limiting them from all being transformed is the progress keys. Yeah, that could be. Those are more rare. Like, there's a million belts, but there's only so many keys or yeah. something. Or especially you don't want to hand those out willy-nilly. Yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, Gene is going to the to the Geigers. He's checking them out. Yeah, Gene's going to the Geigers. He knocks out all the guards, and he says, oh, I'm going to make some big friends, and then he holds up one of the belts. Okay. And then it really? goes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, if you, with how small it is compared to yeah, them, the it's like the first like, time that we've ever actually looked at the belt and thought it was small. The belt is like the size of a cassette tape, <laughs> like a VHS tape. And so, um, for all of you who don't know, a VHS tape. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> Google but, it. So, um, uh, then it's outside, and Yuya is fighting Dodo, 
mm-hmm. and she's kind of being pushed back a little bit and then she says oh you've got some upgrades basically yeah. he's a lot stronger than he was before yeah so i was wondering if if it was like a an external upgrade i was trying to think of it and it, eh, i, I don't think, think it just, is uh, i think it's just yeah strength upgrade um and uh she pushes him back in his fighting and like you think oh yeah she'll probably win right and then Jin comes in he's yeah. like finish his job part of it and he comes out and he starts smacking down and then it's the two of them versus her mm-hmm. and it's not going too well and then Hortobi comes out yeah at some point Fua gets a message this is how the main crew knows yeah so Fua gets a message and I think he just gets a message that I think it's not really a message so much as a general alert that yeah. the HQ is under attack like so also yeah it goes back to like the hospital and Jin gets uh not Jin but uh I think uh, it's like right Fu- after Fua gets a message and for some reason Arota and Izu are spying on him. Yeah, okay, so he was Arota was like in the corner and he's like making fart sounds or something. Like I, he's like teasing him. I'm not quite sure exactly what. I think they're just watching him and then they hide down so that he doesn't see them. Cuz I know he made like a noise or something like some little childish t- childish thing that you would do to somebody else. And then whenever he looks over they both Kind of ducked aside, uh, but yeah. Izu's clearly sticking out. I mean, like her whole lower half is visible. Yeah, I know. but anyway, so uh, I don't know. Is he just having fun? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Arta so, is so weird. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Fua runs to the the thing, and Arta to follow. Right. Um. Meanwhile, back outside, uh, Horu, back outside the facility, Horubi comes out, and he's got two cases. Yes. Two attaché cases. One is a blue one. And one is a purple one. Yes. The blue one we know turns into the attaché shotgun. Right. And then the purple one, this is the first time we see the attaché bow. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting is when he walks out, you see that he has a sword on his back. And I, I was like, did he always have the sword? And I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he's, he, I, I don't think he has it like in, the, in, his, in his home base. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, cause I, I, but and he's never really out of there. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> how many times have I actually seen him standing straight up, though? So I was wondering. <laughs> It was one of those moments where I was asking myself, wait, is this a sword made in their facility and he took the sword? But then I'm like, no, no, no. That's what the attache... Uh, uh, Saber. Caliber. Yeah, there it is. That one. So that's what they would use. Why would they have a normal sword when they can have a giant toy suitcase sword? Um, Jin has a normal gun. <laughs> True, but... It's kind of like just part of their personality quirk. <laughs> yeah. He they is never a regular use it gun. when they transform, but they just carry around. I mean, Jin has a real gun and like... <laughs> Uh, Horobi has just a f- straight up samurai sword. <laughs> right. At least, at the very least, we've seen Jin use the gun one time. Yeah. When he was getting attacked by uh, Mugir. Yeah. Uh, in episode like two or three. It was one. Oh, was it? Ep- was it episode it, one? It was episode yeah, one. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, he just pulls the gun out and pat shoots it. Um. So, so anyways, yeah, he hands the uh, attaché bow to as such as a arrow. Oh, arrow. Okay, he hands yeah. it to Jean, which I think it adds up. You know, if you if you can fly around, it makes sense that you have something. A, a distance weapon, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, they flip. Uh, he flips out the. Uh, he's flipping out the bow, like examining it, and uh, you was just like, "Why are you doing this?" And they say, "That's it's the will of Ark." <laughs> yeah. And then Jin, uh, pulls back the the bow, which is funny because I I always find it funny when they do these things because. It has the motion of a pullback, and it has the bow arms, but there's nothing attaching it. Right. <laughs> the bow arms do nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. But he shoots a giant arrow, and she shoots it with her gun, but it, yeah. the, it just goes through that bullet. And yeah, so the bow beats the gun. Yeah. Uh, 
and it like <laughs> it, it shoots it shoots her it like clips her in the side and like knocks her several feet away right and dehensions her de- forces her transformation yeah because like, it, it's like her gun goes flying and her uh lightning hornet yeah it goes not flying like way far but a couple feet yeah she like she's knocked way far back I thought it was kind of interesting. If you have the reflexes and ability to shoot a bullet that's flying at you, you could probably just kind of step to the side. <laughs> yeah. Just well, a she thought. didn't know it was going to be that strong, right? Oh, there was one interesting thing that we didn't mention. Um, when Jean first joined the fight, and it was her and versus the two of them, at some point she goes to like, because, you know, there's a lot of mobility with the bee, but he kicked her in the back and her wings just disappeared. Yes, yeah, so it turns out that he is better at flying than she is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say I didn't know that you. It's like oh, there's an option. You could have just kicked her wings this whole time. Well, like her wings are like energy wings. That's why I was thinking it was weird that you could kick them because I thought that they were <laughs> not really a physical. But I guess I was wrong. I guess it's more like I probably he probably hit her in like the battery pack or some crap. Maybe he hit her with energy feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think his foot was gone at the time, so you like used energy to knock it. Whatever. Fair enough. Um. So she like passes out. And then they leave. Right. With the most the the most inefficient assassination. Yeah, I don't think the they're using the assassinate in the right term here. I it think they just really I think, I think loosely. they just mean target. <laughs> yeah, here's our target is her. Well, let's walk away now. She's <laughs> she's slightly Well, beat she's up. a little assassin. The only little assassinates you, which just means knocking you out. Yeah. It's like, you know, sleeping is the little death. He's a little assassin. Yeah, he just knocks assassin. you out. <laughs> so uh Yeah, you're dead for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Dead to the world. Mostly dead. <laughs> so, um, uh, they come up and, uh... Yeah, so basically they leave and that's when Fua, Yua, and, or not, sorry, Fua, Arto, and Izu show up. And I, I love it because it's like, Arto just runs up. He's like, are you okay? And Fua runs up, runs up and he's just you like, let him you go? let them go. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? What did they want? What did they come here for? Who cares what you're injured? <laughs> right. And she like gets up and she says they were here on the will of Ark. And so she runs in to check on the Geiger and she says they look fine. And he's like, oh, they're fine. Thank God. Basically. <laughs> I think she was thinking that they were coming to destroy them. Right. Yeah. It never uh, crossed her mind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because they're weapons to use against them. So probably. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, she goes, uh, then it cuts to the hospital. Yeah. And she's, she's coming out, and it's the same nurse as before. Yeah. The, one, the only one they could pay for. Yeah. Um, the only nurse that you have, the only hospital staff you have any emotional connection to, because the only one you've seen. Um, and uh, she just comes out of the examination room, her arms in a sling. She and uh, uh, Fuo runs up, and he's just like, He's basically saying, like, she should go to, like, a real doctor. Right. <laughs> She's and, like, the, and the nurse is immediately responds with, uh, should I check your head or something like well, that? Well, uh, she says, no, he, he says, you know, you shouldn't be in here. This, there's too many human gears here. And Yua is, like, got this exasperated look on her face. And she's like, we don't have time for your biases. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. She's like, look, I just need this done so I can continue my and work. And then that nurse is just like, is your head okay? And Fu is just like, are you making fun of me? Yeah, because <laughs> he takes it as to say, are you, like, you call me stupid? Or... <laughs> and she's like, no, you just, your medical, basically your medical chart says you haven't had a cranial exam. And how Because I think that was probably what was going to happen. Right, that's probably what he was there for. The next thing he was going to happen mm-hmm. before he left. Yeah, because, he, you know, you get the sudden, hey, HQ's under attack. It's like, and then he left, well, I'll yeah. go in about 30 minutes. I need to get my... my... <laughs> I need to get my head examined. <laughs> um, and so the nurse says, um, if you want, I'll do it. And then Izu says, 
hold you're on. Not, you're, hold on. You're not authorized to do that. Yeah, you, you're, this isn't part of your model or whatever. And she says, "No, it's okay. I've I've decided this is this is this would be a good thing to go." Yeah, I've decided this is a good course of action or something like that. Yeah. And uh, then everybody just freaks out. They're just like, "She's making her own decisions." Yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. She cares for people like we told her to. Yeah, Fu has a slightly concerned, or not concerned, a confused look on his face, but Aruto is like, it zooms in on his face and you can see, well, individuality. Is she, is, she, is, she, is she developing a personality? Now, I want you to realize that her saying, maybe we should, I should, you know, do a head examine on you, is, is, is supposedly like her outstepping her boundaries or <laughs> becoming realization. Izu is just like, running the show yeah <laughs> making all the decisions it's not like it's not like uh Aruto says you know what maybe we should have some new technology like maybe she should go find make bear or something yeah no she goes just does it <laughs> yeah gives it to him yeah i'm wondering what her her programming is like is her did she just have a generic program of like do stuff yeah do do, do everything yeah because like the if entire- she if she hasn't broken her programming it's just like way out there because she's always going off doing her own thing. Right. Making all kinds of jokes and stuff. I mean, uh, what was it? The manga cap. So she completely acted on her own. Yeah. And like, so that's just, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, if she doesn't have individuality, then that it's the most intricate and well thought out programming. <laughs> yeah. So. They're like, okay, she's got to be able to do this and recognize that. <laughs> jokes in these moments. Yeah. She needs to be able to shut down Arto's humor. Let's program that into her. <laughs> Yeah, it, no, his grandpa just knew everything that was going to happen. Yeah, He's so like, I'm tired of this. Damn then it kid. cuts to uh, the running diagnostics on her mm-hmm. uh, on the uh, on the nurse right. back at Arantis' like secret lab. And, yeah, not so secret. Now. Yeah, not so secret. Now. But um, I don't know if you caught it, but it says the 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 diagnostics said all serene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's like the all okay because it's all in it was in English. It right. Said all, all serene. I mean. It makes sense, but that's not what we would say. Yeah, it's not. It's technically accurate, but it's not the right word for it. Yeah, it's like thesaurus has been uh, activated. And so um, they start talking, and she's like, "Have they generated her own opinion?" And Izu says, "No, because that would that would be the singularity." And Art's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, singularity. Singularity. What is that?" (laughs) And that's what. You is like walking down the secret stairs, and yeah. like starts explaining what the singularity is, With which Fua. is kind of different than what the singularity actually is. Yeah, close enough to. I mean, the idea in the show is the singularity is where robots don't need pe- uh, are like more powerful than people. Mm. I think in this, what they they can. I think but, she said something like, "Whenever it in in her definition, she said whenever they do something that wasn't part of their programming, essentially whatever whenever it's outside of human." Um, uh, control not control a word basically sent yeah programming control basically what the human has designed you for yeah outside of their parameters um but actually the singularity is when robots start making themselves smarter right or more powerful basically which i mean when the, that when, was something i think the coach was doing yeah. yeah the coach was actually becoming better than the programming was supposed to be right not and not just like branching out because like this nurse doing the 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 thing is still part of like the uh, uh, the overarch of like hospital work. Right. If she was like all of a sudden like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna start baking cakes now. Right. That would be totally. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, he but was... even then, she could be like, I'm baking cakes because it makes people feel better. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's just 
inside the programming. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> his is like, okay, he was uh, doing movie quotes, and he was like, I want to see them uh, win games that, you know, yeah, he, it's because, relevant because, as far as... Because he wasn't, he wasn't about... For, for the coach, he wasn't about them winning base, uh, basketball. He was about them becoming better people. Right. And that's what, like, extended it beyond his parameters. Yeah. Because he was like... Even if they lost the game, if they became better people, he saw it as an advancement. Right. He's like, look at how quick you are or yeah. you know, your reflexes. And so, and like the same thing with like the the one that, um, uh, the manga one. Mm. Because he, totally outside of his programming, because he was about protecting the other human gear from the mangaka like running the racket. Right. So it was like completely different it has nothing but, to do with your job yeah so i don't think that she was actually becoming sentient i think she was just like i mean the show might think she was becoming I mean, honestly that might have been the first step though i think yeah. if it's something like that we always see it after it's already well developed so it probably started with but i think yeah they're just more sensitive to it now yeah so now they're just paying attention so that i hope that that's brought up in a later episode well this this story isn't done yet so maybe could be anyway so uh so there's like, well, maybe she's starting that way, and so Boo is just like, okay, well then I'm just gonna kill her right now. Yeah, well, now she's gun. strapped. <laughs> she's just sitting there, and Jared pulls out his gun, and starts aiming it at him, and like, Arita's like, whoa, whoa, what you doing? Yeah, actually, even even you have stepped in front. Yeah, of just like, like control she, yourself. Like, she's like, until they hurt people, it's not like right, and it's like, uh, you know, but uh, you know, the funny thing is, every single time though that he's wanted to preemptively destroy human he gears. Was right <laughs> every single time he's been right it's you know he's he's a zealot for killing them but it's funny because he's like right yeah <laughs> he's okay. just like kill them all and you're like he's got a point i mean most of them are going crazy yeah. <laughs> just get rid maybe of she just killed arata you think <laughs> honestly because <laughs> he's the one that this is happening around right no kidding i you don't I, you don't hear about them on the other side of town you don't no <laughs> I, I've always been wondering, you know, wouldn't at least by the time there's been a third or fourth incident, do you think that that would have slowed production? I mean, at the very least, just slowed production. I don't think so, because I think the society is way involved. They're involved. too deep in it. They're, they're, they can't even live without it. I mean, come on. This entire hospital is run by human. Right. Care. But it's like, man, OK, at any moment, any of these could just wake up and destroy me. Eh, let's make some more. <laughs> yeah, let's make some it's just more. a fluke. Yeah. Five times later. It's still just it's a, a fluke. fluke. Uh, I mean, well, if you think of it as the fact is like sometimes cars blow up. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. But I mean, if, if it's open and like, well, considering how I guess if you were to take the odds of every human being doing their job, and then one day, so yeah, I suppose that's fair. yeah. I mean, you think about how many cars are driven, right? And how many people, how many cars fail, right? And yeah. so people still buy cars. I mean, because then you can add things in like drunk drivers or any of the numerous like, so traffic you, accidents, and you in can general. think about like how many is. It? Like in uh, several months, there's been maybe a hundred, maybe a hundred people. Uh, uh, human gears have like right. gone rogue, and <laughs> I think the only time they actually attacked, really attacked people, was the first episode. Every other time, it's just like they're kind of just standing around and then attacking the main uh, character. Yeah. So, so I mean, when there's like probably millions of these throughout the country, <laughs> uh. But I mean, that's at the very least, though, Heaton Corp should have a cease and desist. Like, <laughs> it's all happening around him. <laughs> you think they'd get a court order? Uh, well, he is also the one handling it. So true, true. Um, so then, uh, Yua gets a phone call, and it's a phone call. She's she's like, "What? They're what? 
and it's the Geigers going crazy. Yeah. And so we learned that obviously what it was is that they didn't destroy the Geigers, they took them they took one over. Mm-hmm. You put the belt on it. This yeah. little binky belt. You put it on, no wonder she couldn't she couldn't <laughs> see it. Um and so then it's it cuts to um the the giant robot, he's breaking the building that is the server for the hospital. Yeah, that the closed circuit is now not. It makes sense though, okay, because you have a robot that can tap into mm-hmm. secure networks to then break into the secure network that they were trying to yeah, do earlier. So it was like it was a logical plan. Yeah, made a lot of sense. But this is where I was talking about um, when he was destroying the building. It seemed like there was a lot of windows, but yeah, then it I could mean, have just been cracks and stuff that i was you know i'm focusing on the robot i, was really I think it, i building. mean i think it's a several story it's a several several stories tall building but also it's a cgi robot so perspective yeah. is way well, that's out. i was gonna mention <laughs> that too because it's some scenes like in the factory it looked a lot smaller than it did next to the building yeah <laughs> so it's perspective it's a 3d robot it's as big as they needed to be. exactly <laughs> so um they all show up and instantly izu goes and starts helping uh, because there's a bunch of uh, debris that's knocked over on people. So Izu Straits goes there yeah. and starts picking people up. In fact, but, with the the first time that we watched it, when she ran off, I thought she was the nurse because, uh-huh. uh, you know, like no no discussion, nothing, just never stopped moving and just headed yeah. that direction. Is she programmed for that? No, I think she just decided to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so, when, so this time when we watched the second time, that's when I noticed it was Izu, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. So, uh this is basically the um, Horobi Jin and Dodo are there, and they're they're like, uh, you know, this hospital isn't for um, helping people anymore. This hospital is for ta- for killing people. Oh, you talking about after the uh, robot? It's in there somewhere. The robot, like they say something about making new friends. I think again. Yeah, because well, Ifua comes up and is like, you know angry yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say exactly what he said because it's a uh, you know it's what you'd expect him to say in this situation yeah um and i i remember at this point arto is he has an, also a threatening stance in the same way that fua does it but it just mm, he's you, not intimidating character, you're not an intimidating character i mean i mean that's that's part of it it is I, it just every it's, time it's he's part, the part of it is that uh arto is more powerful when he transforms because of his uh determination uh-huh which that's pretty much the fuel of a common writer's determination. That that and we've never actually seen Fua transform without having a force. <laughs> he does no authorization, so yeah. who knows? So uh the uh the Geiger like Yeah, Hirobi commands it to or no, Gene. Gene commands it to I, Yeah, uh, like, I think. Uh like make friends or something. Yeah. Something like that. And so um you saw earlier that the Geiger had like put its tendrils into the building so it mm-hmm. got access to the system. And then it, the tendrils tendrils go out and it like jams into all of the doctors and nurses and like the administration staff who yeah. were helping get people out. Yeah, immediately once revels started happening, they were checking people. What I thought was funny too about the scene I forgot to mention was it looked like one of them was just like kind of leaning over and it's like, "Hey, you okay, buddy?" <laughs> like, "No, I'm covered in a large rock. Please, uh, do you want do you want to know about your HMO?" Because I'm the administrator one, and to help you would be outside of my programming. Yeah, <laughs> we're kind of. It's like I, you know, I can't really lift this rock until you tell me what your insurance is. Yes, <laughs> it's Japan. They all have they all have national health care, <laughs> right? But um, what was kind of cool was that the uh the tendrils come up to try to like get everybody, and Yuzu jumps out of the way, but there were tendrils that were going to go right to where she was, like two or three, oh. like hit right where she was standing, and she like jumped back and like 
got back with the rest of them. Yeah, because she's uh she's seen this before. <laughs> yeah, she she's quick on her feet, and so um, yeah, on her on her weird space heels. Yeah, so uh, they're there, and uh, Jin gets ready. No, there is they they all are there, and they're basically saying these are ours now. It's about exterminating people, and Arota yells that no human gears are the what how's he put it the the uh like the joy not the joy but the enlightenment of humankind or the basically yeah so basically they're the same they're, thing from earlier like the future is now this is our future blah, blah, blah. this this is like what we've been going towards yeah this is everything um, that we've you know been working for so for and, however and, long and you know we're proud of the fumigir and then the uh He's nurse like, just, yeah just look at whatever her name is yeah she, she she's about helping people and then the nurse like looks at him and like laughs maniacally uh-huh. and then transforms into the the trilobite and then they all transform the trilobite basically like all right so you blew it he's like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> no no and so this kind of makes him angry it makes him very angry i can't remember if it was him or fua that uh uh yelled to them something about um how can you do that oh no it was it was arto he was asking how can you do this as a human being yeah and then they are like because we're not human beings and and we we as the audience obviously have uh-huh. been like totally they're not human beings. Yeah, there's no way. Um, if they weren't human beings, that would be the surprise. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like you got to it, it, it pointed it out, and I remember they've just seen them, and also they've they've watched one of them transform into a, a rider, and only as far as they know, humans have turned into riders. Right. You know, because it's only been the three of them, and they're all human. Exactly. And so then they uh, Horowitz takes off his headband. And Jim pulls down his hood and sh- parts his hair, and they have like no ears. They just have parts where the human gear headgear would go. Yeah. See, here's what's interesting. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this. Hirobi's is his the surrounding area around his where his headgear would be is all fractured and broke. Yeah. But Jean's looks like it was perfectly clear. So because I think that is is that Horobi was created as normal human gear and went rogue, but Ho- but Jin was made by Horobi. Yeah. Without that to begin with. Uh huh. Yeah, I was thinking that was the first thing I thought was that um, uh, Hirobi's is like that because he ripped his off or they were ripped off. And Jean's was like that either from design or from being carefully removed rather yeah. than, than ripped off. Than ripped, yeah. So, but I think, I think it might actually be that Jin is actually made by Hirobi. Yeah, just straight up from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then they put their things back on because that uh, having the headband and the hood makes it easier for makeup to have than having to put those things on the side of the bed <laughs> yeah for sure um and then they do a transformation standoff yeah this was kind of neat it was um it was uh well timed as usual yeah this is the first time i think we've seen the uh, uh vulcan valkyrie and uh, uh zero one all transform together yeah at the, and at the same time at the same time they've transformed like in phases where they've shown up but this is the same this is like the first time they've this is like the first time they've all like started a fight on the same side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right next to each other. And so it's because it's it's unique, it's not unique, but it's different than what you'll see before and other times because this was um sequential. They said henshin sequentially, which means that they're on the same side. Yeah. But they're not together. When they say it at the same time and together. E- there's only two times they say it at the same time is when it's a duel, like a fight. Or when they're like a together. team transforming yeah, at once. It's like they set it up that way. That's how it is on like all the shows. Like when they say henshin at the same time, it means either these are two writers going to fight head to head, or they're all going to fight together. Yeah. But then they 
Yeah. But this way, it's like when they're stacked, it means like this fight, we have the same goal. Right. And so it's a very cool device yeah. to show. It's um, one of those things you wouldn't pick up unless you've seen thousands of episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, they transform. Uh, cool thing here is that Gene, okay, so Gene and Arto transformed at the same time. So the Falcon came out, or the, what is this bird? It's a Falcon. Okay. Yeah. So the Falcon came out at the same time as Hopper. And they were like clashing in the sky yeah. as, as Hopper's bouncing around. Because they're, they're, they're coming from the same spot. They're coming from the satellite. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they were kind of, it seemed uh, like they were fighting, even though, you know, it's probably just. And um, so Valkyrie goes straight to Hornet and Vulcan goes straight to Kong. Yep. But uh, Zero One is just Hopper. And they kind of break up into like groups where it's um, uh, because. Uh, Horobi says, before they transform, Horobi says, we're changing targets, assassinate Zero One. Yeah. So Dodo goes straight to Zero One. They kind of hit it, clash, go off to the side. Um, Hornet, um, or not Hornet, well, she's in the Hornet form, but Valkyrie goes for uh, Jin, and um, Vulcan just takes out the rest of the human gears. Yeah, all the little trilobites. Because like, he's, he yells. It's like he's a like, double punch here. He's, 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 like, he's like, destroy them all. He actually yells that at one point. Yeah. Destroy them all. <laughs> yeah, he's raged now. Yeah. Uh, and so it goes up to, so like, we'll, we'll talk about them individually, but remember that these fights are like cutting back and forth. Yep. So the first one is um, uh, Zero One is fighting Dodo. Mm-hmm. And while this is going on, uh, Somehow Izu has a case that she had. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and she, also uh, Arto has his uh, dispatch attache. The, the attache caliber. Yeah, attache caliber. There we go. Um, uh, Versus Dodo's two swords. Yeah, two feather sword. Yeah. And uh, Izu is analyzing the fight. Yes. And she comes up with a countermeasure. Yeah, because uh, Zero One's getting beat up. Like yeah. he takes a couple direct strikes with like unguarded and strikes so, with swords. Uh, Izu, who was pretty much common writer, and I, uh, Zero One's a puppet, and so she, <laughs> she like <laughs> she throws, uh, basically she just throws them all, and he just uses them one at a time. Yeah, so for, she throws Fang, and um, he's like, ooh, you know, every single time he's like, ooh, piece of candy, uh, you know, chucks it in. So with ooh, the new toy, yeah. the shark, it's because he has the the sharp fin blades, yeah, kind fin of to blades, like, so he can actually take, he can like bite the the feather swords, right? So he he basically uh, that's where he gets his opening. And then she throws him bear, which he then uses to do a combo tactic, freeze him. Yeah. And then she throws him uh tiger? Yeah, tiger, flame tiger, and he puts that into the caliber to do the finding stri- the final strike. Yeah, so we've seen him do that with all of the forms now, right? The final strike. Yes. With the with the attache. I don't think he uses the I uh, know with the shark he just uses his own body because it's like that big giant teeth thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have seen it with that yet. Yeah. I wonder uh, even how that would work. Yeah. Um it probably wouldn't be as cool as what it actually happens with it. <laughs> right. So then it's also, and then it goes to um, uh, uh, Vulcan and Valkyrie are kind of fighting together. Valkyrie's just fighting Jin back and forth, but Jin is utilizing the fact that she's injured. Yeah. So it starts off with just those two. It just start off with Jin versus Valkyrie. And if we've already seen that she's a very competent fighter, yeah. um, but you know, her whole left arm is kind of jacked right now. And, and Jin knows that cause he was the one that introduced it and he's like attacking the arm. Yeah. He's actually, I really like that fight scene there because he was using the shotgun kind of like a, a club in certain areas. Yeah. He was like striking her leg and then using the, it showed the that gun I also remember that like, Oh yeah, he grabbed the shotgun. Uh, 
Hordo B grabbed a shotgun earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so, but it's also, sh- and then it goes to uh, um, Fua, Vul- Vulcan. He's just taking out all of the all of them. The trial bites. He's taking them all out. Yeah. So he, it, it gets to the point now where Hornet is uh, on her knees, uh, and he's got the, shotgun, got the shotgun in her face. face and he's bye like, bye, Valkyrie. <laughs> and that's when Fua enters the scene with a shoulder rush and just because he's like, I'm taking care of all the small ones. Yeah. And then it's and then it's uh, the two on one where mm-hmm. basically. Fua is like right up in uh, Jin's face, yeah, and, and punching Va- him. Valkyrie is covering him. Yeah, every shot. time that she gets a chance, she takes a shot at yeah. Jean. And then uh, Jin gets knocked back, and then Horobi comes back in. Yeah, Jean's like, "Wow, you guys are pretty good." And that's when Horobi does his very slow, very cool walk in. Yeah, and, with his sword out. Okay, I, I, we forgot to mention, and I was gonna, I was gonna point this out, is that when he was doing his uh, monologue to all of the human gears before they turn to try the bites. He pull, he unsheathes his sword, says something about there being a new, you know, the a new world and blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, he said that the Ark has chosen humanity to be, yeah. to be, to be extinct. Like they're, they've used, they're, they're out of their usefulness. Humanity right. needs to be extinct. Yeah. And then he just sheathes his sword. And yeah. Then- he just uses it as like a baton to like talk better. And this, he does it again because yeah. he comes in the scene with his unsheathed sword. <laughs> Says some stuff, puts it away. He says that this that uh, uh, the history books will say that this is a day that Metsubuji uh, wins. Right. Yeah, Metsubuji, right? He puts the sword up and then pulls out his own belt. He puts out his own belt, brings out his own key, um, taps it. It says poisoned. Yeah, it's very cool. It is this like sort of. Uh, it's a very slow and calculated uh, henshin. Uh, Everyone's is kind of very fast and dynamic. His is like I've got all the time in the world. What are you gonna it's, do? It's like, I'm, I'm gonna win when I do this. I might as well take the time. <laughs> and so his is, um, yeah, poison, poison, which is uh, scorpion. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, man, I don't know what it is about the villains having the sweeter suits, but <laughs> <laughs> they 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 are designed like they've been. They're designed to be like cool jury rigs. Like that's what they look like. Yeah, yeah. It's they, definitely like everyone else has two different colors combined. Theirs are always like base color steel overlay. Yeah, it's so it's like it, and also their armor pieces are like slammed on at various places, mm-hmm. whereas like the 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 heroes ones are like they're designed. Yep. And this shows that it's like they basically um forced the animal w- to be like part of them. Yeah. Be, because then he's the scorpion comes down and it comes down the same way as the um falcon and like grasshopper do. Yeah. Yeah, cuz yeah. if a uh, force rise and so he's got his purple suit, and he's fighting. And um, Fua, so Fua loses total control because he remembers. He, that yeah, he sees this guy, and he goes to the episode um, where they go to the with the bus guy, the bus tour yep. bus guide. Who now that actually makes more sense mm-hmm. because she was going outside of her programming of like I need to know the truth. Yep, and uh, because they saw like the recording that started the daybreak incident yeah with his dad or no with the kid's dad the one that they were yeah. for some reason bringing along to this very dangerous yeah. situation we have no idea what happened to fua's parents no we, we just know that fua's like classmates were all killed yes and he was there he saw that that um that's pretty much changed his whole life yeah because it was the, the monologue whenever they were watching the hologram of the kid's dad at the power plant um y- if you remember i don't know if you guys are watching along <laughs> but uh yeah you saw Hirobi doing his, hey, this is the end of the world. Blah, but blah. he was in his common Rider form. Yes. 
And so now this is the first time they've seen it. Yeah. And so then, of course, Fu loses his mind. It totally loses control. Because that's, that's his default mode. And so they start fighting, and uh, Valkyrie goes to try to back him up, but Jin comes in and is like, no, you're fighting me. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much the end of Jin's fight because uh, they're off to the side. But there's yeah, we a don't gr- even see any more of that. Don't- there's a great thing where um, uh, Fuwa, like pins Hirobi to like a pillar, and he's just like, you were behind the daybreak incident. You ruined my life 12 years ago. And Horobi like smacks him away, pins him to the, the, the pillar and says, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even care who you are. Yeah. It was like, I, I don't know if you've seen the uh, Street Fighter movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To, it's to like, Bison, it was to, a Tuesday. To me, it was just a Tuesday. Yeah, that's totally what that was. <laughs> the day Bison arrived in your village was the greatest day in, of your life. Right. For me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> um, so... Uh yeah, so basically he throws him down. Um Fua uh I don't remember if he has anything else to say. I think it's mostly just a little bit of huffing and puffing and then uh yeah, he throws him back. Um uh, Horobi just like throws him away and then Fua whips out his gun and starts shooting a bunch. Yeah, so basically unloads. I don't know if they have a, a capacity, but if they if they do, he, he just, just did it. And then and he did his like finishing move. Immediately which, follows up with the power shot, which the, is the Kong punch finishing move. Which yeah, where it both. shoots both of the hands. And then we see that it, of course, because there's a bunch of smoke, so that means that it did nothing. Right. And then, uh, yeah, because he's like, he's like, whew, you know, taking his deep like, breaths. I did it. Fights over. And, and, uh, and then the next thing is just like totally brings it home where, uh, Horobi brings out another pro race taps it, and just says, strong. <laughs> yeah. So he, clearly unaffected by you know Fua's best yeah like his show so far what we've seen the most power powerful attack i say because like whenever he wants to do i mean don't get me wrong the wolf uh forms really cool but i think as far as terms of power is concerned obviously the only other thing that's been stronger is when he's done like a final strike with the shotgun yeah exactly that's the only other thing that i think has been stronger but, but um uh yeah, the he whips out a progress key, which is the it's a Hercules beetle. We don't we don't even really see what it looks like yet because he only used it in his. Uh, he only uses it to power up his gun thing. Yeah, because he, he also has a bow. No, he has the bow. He yeah, has the, the bow, bow, and then uh, Jin has the shotgun. Okay, but just Jin used the the bow the first time. Right, right. And so he shoots uh, uh, Fua, like puts him down to like his knees. Yeah, and then um. Uh, yeah, he slowly Horobi walks up. Horobi slowly walks up and, like, does his finishing move with his belt. Yeah, he puts back the, uh, oh, what was it called? Sting Utopia. Yeah, Sting Dystopia. Uti- Dystopia, there we go. And so he pushes in, and what it is is, like, the... There's, uh, like, a scorpion tail that wraps around his leg. Yeah, it comes from one of his... It comes from his, uh, his left hand. Mm-hmm. It wraps around, like, several times wraps around him and then wraps around his, his foot, his, his right foot. So it's, like, all circling him. And then he does the Sting Utopia, which is, like... Just a front kick, kind of. It's yeah, a side see, kick. But when I watched it, it looked like the there's like a stinger that went through him. Yeah, because yeah, the stinger goes through like the bottom of his heel. Yeah. Or like the top of his heel. So he basically kicks a stinger through his neck. And, and, and then uh, there's a big explosion. Horobi, cool guy, walks away from explosions yep. type thing. Don't and, look back. And then um, we forgot to mention that as soon as uh, the first finisher with happens, is when oh yeah Aruto is, Aruto like runs from the side because he's just finished. He's his still fight. outside of the building, but he can see. And so it. he's running towards the fight as the final finisher comes. He's and, like, no. And then uh, you see there's a big explosion. There's all the smoke, and then you see that there's just an unconscious um, Fua on the ground, uh, de-transformed. 
like covered, covered in fire, uh, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, fire and and uh, ash, and poor guy got wrecked. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens. I mean, that's just what happens when you get angry. Yeah. Unless your hair turns yellow, you just can't get angry in yeah, fights. You don't lose control. <laughs> yeah, so. Especially, especially when people are worried about your cranial exams. Yeah. When you just had a physical that day, <laughs> come on, man. Anything worse is if your retirement was tomorrow. Right. <laughs> or your wife just had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're or dead, you, man. Even better, your wife just had a baby and your retirement's yeah. tomorrow. So, um, so yeah, it's like. A lot happened, and it's like, uh, I mean, it's a, it's like, I think it's a, it's a first two parter that I can recall in recent memory. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't. It's the first two parter of zero one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other ones have continued right after each other. Like the second episode took place like minutes after the first episode. Right. But they finished the story. Yeah. Yeah. And so this That's is what, basically what I was about to say is that yeah, this, you can kind of say, but not really now. Yeah. So uh, now we have to think of uh, Sakasugoi. You know, um, for me, uh, it's kind of tough. Okay, so what sucked? Not nothing really. Kind of small. Well, I mean, I can think of what you said based on what you what you you've said. Is yeah. Right? So the the one critique I had, which I thought was kind of silly, was the the horrible security for the Ames facility. Was like, oh no, I thought it was the uh, just the fact that there was giant robots in it. That that too. That's now I was gonna say there, there's actually two things. It's the concern and the suck, right? Okay, so my concern is that it will devolve into a mech show, and I don't really care to see mech giant mech battles. But there's a giant mech that they have to take care of in the next episode, <laughs> so that means they're gonna have to have some way to deal with it, which is gonna be a mech battle. So I'm just, which we've discussed it. It's over with. So I didn't bring it up now because you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But as far as just a regular, like, eh, this, I didn't really oh, like that. Oh, you mean that. like the, the, the huge military facility that had like four guys guarding yeah. the outside? <laughs> four guys total. And not just outside, even on the inside, all you saw was like the... Technicians. Technicians. It's like, where the heck is everybody? Yeah. You guys go in full force to guard a, guard a school, which don't get me wrong, cool beans, but... <laughs> Your military facility? You sent out an alert four for guys? everyone <laughs> yeah, that HQ is getting attacked. Only FUA shows up. And a local business leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just their first community. Yeah, <laughs> neighborhood watch at Supercop. <laughs> just ridiculous. For me, uh, the suck is uh, the toy commercial expo at the end, where they're just like, "Well, let's how how do we beat this guy? I know. Let's just rotate through everything we've done so yep. that you can remember to buy every version of Arota." Yeah, I you know I had. I'm sure uh, they were upset that they couldn't have a bird in there, also. <laughs> right. It's like he, he takes like, the dodo for just a second. I would not surprised if they somehow like he transforms for a second and then he loses it again. <laughs> yeah, I was actually wondering if they were going to give him another one there. Like she's like analyzing and like, here's this one I haven't given you yet. Yeah. So th- like I totally just saw that as like mm-hmm. the toy rundown. Yeah. Oh, well, I I did say in an earlier episode that I don't want to see that a lot. Yeah, um, I mean it's actually been pretty good. I mean, there's yeah. been a lot of different forms, which is part of it, right? But this is the first time that it was like, remember these forms? Yeah, hey, look at these attacks. Yeah, yeah, I think he so, only did the yeah. dispatch strike. And so there's just like, so you're gonna have the ice and then the fire right afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> because I, I imagine the logic is that since he's frozen, he can then be melted like an ice cube. Well, he can't move. That was right. the idea. I guess, but I just feel like if you could, if you had the time to do that attack and then freeze him, you probably had the time to do the attack. Well, time's anyway. never applied in Rider <laughs> fights. Wait till we watch the XL movie where you see, I kid you not, someone fall. I think it was like 20, 30 feet 
for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time to make some coffee. Yeah, it's just like, time to transform, transform into a new form, do a final attack, and then catch them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, it makes the, f- the the that fall in the second episode of Double look like nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, literally, I mean, at the very she, least, he literally had wind the person powers. is falling in slow motion while normal speed is happening. Yeah. Yeah, we're, um, now, we're now in writer time. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other thing, writer time. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I think he told me about this. But uh, like, like ZO has an actual like spinoffs called writer time. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so what is the Segoy? Segoy, I, I really liked Hirobi in this one. I mean, I didn't like him. But uh, yeah, it, was, it was actually like, it was a cool secondary reveal because we as the audience have actually seen it. Yeah. But this is the full reveal of him to them. Yes. I, I, like it just didn't disappoint, I guess. Yeah. In the same way that I thought Nazca was cool, and Double, this is just like I don't even know, even more badass in some ways. But it's just great. First off, the okay, if I, if I only had one critique, it's that either the sword needs to be used in a fight or it needs to be incorporated <laughs> because he doesn't use the sword. It is. <laughs> it's like come on. <laughs> At the very least, like transform with the sword. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> or the sword becomes part of his hand or, you know. Yeah, no, he doesn't use a sword at all. <laughs> no, it just even disappears off of his suit. Uh, so that's my only critique for it. But everything else is like, suit looks awesome. I like, I don't really like purple. I'm not a big fan of purple, but I thought that dark purple was a good match for, um, well, the the poison and you know. Well, I I think it's cool that they're not scared of those colors. I mean, right. like Jin is pink, yeah, bright pink, and Horby's purple. I mean, that's it's been going on for a long time that way. Uh, a lot of it started with with double. He was magenta, not double, but decade. He was magenta. Okay. Before then, it was mostly like red, the cool green colors. or gray, or the Sentai colors. Yeah. yeah. But after after decade, it was just like any color goes, just whatever. Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Main. Main characters is uh, turquoise, you know. It's just like all <laughs> over the place. Um, uh, oh, his attacks are sweet, and uh, Hercules Beetle is probably one of my favorite insects. So uh, that's the other thing I like the insect theme so far. Yeah. So I want to see with the Hercules Beetle. So there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, like a different form. Um, yeah. So just a really cool villain. Uh, for me, what I what I really liked is that it like it moved along the story in so many ways this episode yeah big time um but in a natural way not like yeah we're gonna info dump everything in this episode here you go yeah here's how we're gonna like speed everything up in the last three episodes you know how it is (laughs) um uh did ever tell you about my experience of watching uh aroni not aroni kenshin uh inuyasha Mm. the end of inuyasha so i'm watching it the show's like 190 episodes yeah it's a lot so i'm watching it i'm binging the show and i know it's only 190 episodes and so I'm watching it. I'm like, how are they going to tie everything up in five episodes? How are they going to tie everything up in four episodes? <laughs> how are they going to tie everything up in three episodes when they just introduced a new villain? Right. How mm. are they going to tie everything up in two episodes? How are they going to tie everything up in one episode? Oh, they're not? Yeah. Oh, okay. The last episode is just them going like, I guess we'll do it. Yeah, and then they, <laughs> they go off into the distance. Yeah. Well, that's because... And then, and <laughs> that's because the story didn't finish in the manga. And they finished it twenty years later. Yeah, twenty years later, because <laughs> they had some studio problems. Yeah, it was it was weird. But anyways, no, um, I, I I I remember when but, I watched Inuyasha the first time. I had the same. <laughs> but in this, it's like all the plot points that were revealed felt natural. Exactly. Yeah, they felt natural. They felt fulfilled. They feel like okay, well, this when this character 
when Hordobi shows up and is before them, it feels like more information should be like just let out. Yeah. And Horobi, he knows everything, and he's also arrogant enough to not care what you know. Yeah, exactly. Like the reason why Jin hasn't been revealing stuff is because Jin knows nothing. Yeah, Jin doesn't know shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like honestly, he's been reset so many times. I, I'm still, I'm still feeling like that's what happened. Is he was reset? I think he's just a child, and he just like it could be that. And yeah. he's just like, whatever. I got a new toy. I don't care about yeah humanity anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ooh, I got this now. Forget yeah, everything that just happened. Yeah. But yeah, but Horobi, he like he knows all the information, and he doesn't care what you know. He's not going to sit down and give you all the answers. But if you get an answer out of him, he's not going to be like, oh, I gave away too much. It's oh, like, shucks. He'll be like, why'd okay. you do this? The, the arc, whatever. Who cares what you know? Yeah, he's, it's <laughs> like, okay, so here's where I'm going to go execute my master plan. You're still not going to be able to yeah, do anything about it. Yeah, it's like, who cares? It, so I'll whatever. still kill you. <laughs> I guess, okay, if I had to do an additional Segoy too, because this episode I think warrants it, uh, I like that they had no problem just basically destroying Fua. I don't know. I, I doubt he's dead, but dang. No, I'm I'm sure the next episode, episode eight he just got. Crushed. The next episode is going to be about the fact that he refu- he'll refuse treatment from a from a human gear, mm. and that'll be the only way to save his life. Right. <laughs> and so then he'll have to like soften up his view on human gear when they save his life. Yeah. Um. He might be able to have like some flashbacks in like the That'd near death cool. state. Yeah. Um. Or he'll just be like, <laughs> I can just see him it being like he just like throws off the human gear and he's just like. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he starts to <laughs> pour some whiskey on the wound. Yeah. So now is always the hard part with, with Zero One because there's three of them. Now we have to decide on the right rankings. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, they're grouped together. Right. Vulcan is number two, Valkyrie is three, and Zero One is four. Now, what we didn't point... <laughs> another, another thing we didn't... I just remembered is the fact that, like, when Fu was taken out, Valkyrie was like really upset about it. Mm-hmm. She like screamed about yeah. it. Yeah. Fua. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not gonna say your first name, but <laughs> right. So, but we also found out more about her because like we find out who that guy she's talking to is. Yeah. Uh, Arta is just Arta. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, no, there was there was something about the fact of like that nurse like totally just transformed. Even though, I mean, it's hard because we don't know the fallouts of these things because we haven't seen the next episode. See, what I, I liked about his character this episode, um, first off, this seems like it's a Fua episode, but I don't really think it is. I think the next one's Fua episode. This one was like, he was relevant. I mean, entirely relevant, right? Yeah. But uh, I think this is kind of a, a secret Arto episode because there, there was a few scenes where, like when they were all starting to wonder whether or not she's having individuality in any way, he looked concerned almost. Because it's like, what if this one changes too, you know? Um, and then later, when he's pointing to her as a model Humagear, and then she transformed, it was like he got crushed, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering if this is an area for personal development as far as um, his views, as far as, you know what I'm saying, like how he intends to handle things, yeah. right? I feel like it's a lot different. Like, he's not just... This episode, he wasn't just being preachy. He tried to. There was a moment. Yeah. And then it got crushed by her Be- transforming. Well, also, it he, he got, like, taken down a peg when they were in the hospital, and Fu was just like, you've been seeing the same things I have. Right. Yeah. My my worry that these things are going to come kill me is real. Yeah. And Arjun is like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so that's <laughs> my point. Is It seems like it's a, actually it's a, it's a him episode because 
all of his views are now being extremely tested. Yeah. And like everything. So it's either like he'll change them or he'll solidify them. And either way, it'll be a good character. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Because if he like solidify, if you find something to solidify his views, I mean, we could easily do that with like Izu. Right. That would like totally strengthen his character. Yeah, exactly. Um, So that that being said, I don't think there there hasn't been any growth in this episode, just that I think it's leading to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's the first half. Right. Maybe yeah. I mean maybe it might maybe nine, not. might be a nine part episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, be continued. To be continued. The whole next episode is just a through a death dream sequence. Yeah, it starts doing the twenty four. <laughs> no, he's just like he's like in a death state and he's just walking around and he's like he has to meet the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah, could be anything. I mean, honestly, if <laughs> with just giant robots out of the clear blue sky, uh. I it's just hard to guess. Yeah, so really, I mean, it seems like a cop-out, but I think just leave them where they are. You know, yeah, I mean, we did that for the last episode, and I'm thinking, what's funny is when we started this week, I was like, okay, no, something's going to change this, so let's just wait to see, and then wait to see, (laughs) and then then here we are, and it's like, well, I... (laughs) Well, I think it's also, it's in the eight-week thing, Uh where they've kind of established their characters, Yeah, and... Things when things change, it becomes more apparent. Right. So you we won't really see that much with the characters in like the next couple of weeks. Right. I mean, zero one might be different because I don't know about like that. Right. But um, it's like well, the real first big shakeup is in the teens. Okay. Where they change, they might introduce new characters. They might change up the the, the group dynamic. Right. Um, it's usually where the the mid season power ups start happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you have to have a story reason for these mid-scene power-ups. You don't have to, but they like to, so they change up the story. Yeah. And the same thing happens around the 30th, and then, like, in the 40s, and then the final. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah so, I feel these like... next couple of episodes will kind of be like, eh, because, like, um, like I think it's, like, 14 or 15 is when the movie takes place for, yeah. for double. Mm. And... Right after that is when the secondary writer comes up for for double. Okay, yeah. Because I mean, here's the thing: it's like I I want to bump Fua, but then I'm like, okay, at the same time, uh, like you see his strengths, but you also see his weaknesses, right? He's still I a mean, bigot. Fua is already at number two, right? I mean, this is my point. He's still a bigot. He's still a hothead. I mean, you can't. I mean, he's like a cool character, but you can't really put him above Ichigo, right? <laughs> Especially and then, with like that last episode of Ichigo just sitting on the ground and helping the kid all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares if this is Shocker or not? Let's have this kid. Yeah. And uh, and so that's like that's the reason I want to bump him. I mean, up. I mean, come on. What if Fua was the secondary character in Ichigo's series? Yeah. Ichigo just smack Fua. And- <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, kid. What are you thinking? What are you thinking here? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> But, uh, I mean, so basically, every time I'm thinking, oh, this, I'm going to bump this character up, later in the episode, somebody, the other one, like, okay, both... Uh, Equals out. Yeah, Yua gets a uh, character device, or Arto gets a character device, where it's all kind of like, okay... I mean, Yua was just like, oh, well, I'm injured, but I have a job to do. Right, they're in the long stretch of their race, where they're just kind of leveled out, here they go, till one get one sputters out, or somebody gets a, you know, burst of speed, but... You know, when when you betrays everybody and becomes a bad guy, then we'll have to change things up. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I like it. So I really liked you. Um, I thought it was kind of weak that she just lost to Dodo, and then well, she wasn't, I guess, losing to Dodo, but she didn't lose to Dodo. She lost no. to Dodo and Ho- and, uh, and Jean. 
like when she was fighting Dodo, it looked like, oh yeah, she'll probably win this. It'll probably be hard, but she'll eventually win this. Mm-hmm. And then Jin showed up, and it was two against right. one. But then and she was still really holding like, her own. Right. And right. then uh, Hordo B came out as like, oh, here's a special weapon. Right. <laughs> but then I did really like that she was like, okay, I got to get back to work now. Yeah. It's and just then... like we don't have time for your bigotry. We got stuff to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the suit actors were good this episode, of course. Yeah. I mean, and even if, uh, even if. She is a bad guy and, like, betrays everybody. She's still, like, she's doing her job very well. Yeah, see, the thing now is that with how much concern she showed for Fu, I'm starting to wonder if she is going to be bad guy. Or it turns out that she is, but she's, like, changes. Yeah, she's walk. changing now because... She's, like, been... uh Like, she was a bad guy, but she's slowly becoming not a bad guy. Yeah, but like, we're, she, we don't know that yet. Yeah. Until she's revealed as a bad guy. She's she, Yeah, but she's actually <laughs> betraying by not betraying. Right. Just a... <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's quadruple, uh, double quadruple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, like I said, with Arto, I feel like he has the potential to jump up Mm -hmm. uh, soon if he capitalizes on uh, what I feel was kind of subtle stuff in this episode. But then I've also read deeply into things that weren't the case before. (laughs) So it is what it is. You've also seen, like, we've misread one line and changed the entire character. Oh, yeah, (laughs) totally. I was like, get out of (laughs) here. And then you were like, oh, no, he's not talking about it. It's like, oh, that's all right. That's what they meant. So the next episode of Zero One is I'll Take Care of Your Life. Oh, that's kind of a, not really a spoiler so much as... No, I think that just means that it's... it Because, I mean, based on how this episode was and Fu mm-hmm. getting injured, it's about Fu... That's Fu, my point, yeah. Fu is kind of like the hospital thing. Oh, yeah, a hosp- a confirmation that he's not dead, you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. at least the very this next episode's going to be about, Yeah, you know... But our next episode will be episode nine of Common Rider, mm-hmm. 71, entitled The Monstrous Cobra Man. Hmm. Could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I did tell you, I want you to remember that uh, Cobra is one of the three main yeah, associated main with uh, Bat and um, uh, Bat and Spider. Yeah, I was going to say Bat, Spider. Bat, Spider, and Cobra are the three main associated Common C- Rider monsters. They're, they're, like, always used very very regularly. Okay. But that will be the next episode of our show. Right. And that one took place in May 29th, 97. Oh, we are now, yeah. Here we are in May. Well, our, yeah, hey, for, for, uh, because of, remember, because of, um, because of Decade, uh, Double and Zero One happened around the same time, but the shows before then are different. Right. Because they started at different times. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with, like, I don't know, it just started in, because... Yeah, uh, like double and zero one both started in September mm. of the, the, uh, their appropriate years. Um, little bit like that. Uh, and uh, uh the original Kamen Rider started in like April. Mm-hmm. So that'll be our next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. And that's the end of the episode, guys. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion, or you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail. You can always find additional information on our website, fanboyopinion.com. If you're having trouble finding our podcast or just want it on the podcatcher of your choice, be sure to let us know. And please rate and review us whenever possible. It really helps out. Anyway, we're going to head out. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you all next time.